Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So, everybody, if you don't know, I am on the I Be Knowing tour right now, hitting up all these cities all across America, performing stand-up comedy, and it's really been a great success. We've been having a great time on the road, but the road is just continuing to keep going, and so that means you guys have an opportunity to come out and see me. Make sure you check out smartfunnyandblack.com backslash schedule to see when I'm coming to your city. This weekend, I will be in Cleveland. March 27th, I'll be in Orlando, Florida at UCF. March 29th, 30th, and 31st, I'll be in West Palm Beach at the Improv, and then Atlanta, I will see you on April 4th and 5th. So come on out. We got a lot more shows after that. Those are just the ones that are coming up soon. But I hope to see you guys. So make sure you go to smartfunnyandblock.com backslash schedule to see when I'm going to be in your city so you can come and say what's up. So funky. <laughs> this week we have a special episode, a crossover episode with my brother Van Lathan's Red Pill podcast. Now, some of you all know about the fact that I had spoken about a physician who many women had contacted me saying they had had inappropriate exchanges with. And the story ended up ballooning because the press does not know how to do journalism far too often. And I said the person's name after eight women had contacted me with these stories. And I felt compelled to have to say a warning that there's a guy out here who is doing creepy behavior that could be problematic to anyone who comes in contact with him. Now, this has become a firestorm on the interwebs, largely in part because patriarchy and uh, misogyny still continue to rear their ugly heads, but also because of poor journalism. So the latest was that a website called blacksportsonline.com, run by a man named Robert Littal, decided to make a false headline about my statements. They put out a headline that said, Amanda Seals admits to lying about being sexually harassed by, and then they named the person. I'm not naming the person because I don't want to even continue to give this person any uh, opportunity to attempt to defame me, which they absolutely tried to do and uh, <laughs> in their statement. But what I will say was that it was very hurtful to me that this lie was presented because it was simply completely 100% untrue. I had never accused anyone of sexually harassing me. And when I had stated a reiteration for clarification purposes, it was mangled into a headline that attempted to discredit me. And it did a great job because for the last two weeks, I have been attacked, harassed, and lied on. I'd had death threats. And I want to shout out all of you who have made it your business to tell people that they are missing the facts and to inform people that they should not just trust headlines. They should actually do their own research because the reality is, is that the facts are staring at them in their face. Literally, because it's videos that I did where I was talking directly to the camera, staring them in the face, not saying what I'm being accused of saying. So thank you all. Because some people feel like on these internets, when they see this type of negativity, they're like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. But the reality is, is that a lot of people don't understand that 
you gotta nip ignorance in the butt or at least challenge it or else it just goes on unfettered. And that's what happens on these interwebs is that you get to decide what you exchange with. And I completely understand people being like, I don't don't want to exchange with toxicity. toxicity. But when we don't simply correct people or even lead them in the direction of information for them to correct themselves, I feel like we're doing them and ourselves a disservice. Now I've had people say to me, oh Amanda, you know, you're not really being fair because you're just like interacting with trolls and you're clapping back. And it's like, No, that's not my perspective. My perspective is that there should always be, at the very least, an attempt to uh, bring the truth to light. And sometimes that comes in the form of clapback or it comes in the form of being on Van Lathan's Red Pill podcast with the individual who wrote the libelous headline about you. So today we are going to present to you me sitting with BlackSportsOnline.com, Robert Lytow, discussing his false headline and also discussing the bigger conversation around when is it the right time to acknowledge caution or to present concern publicly about somebody. Is eight women enough? Is one enough? Is it bringing someone down to caution others based on the stories of many that have been told to you? Is contact from strangers proof? Is there an issue with too many people making false accusations? All of these questions and more get discussed in this conversation. Check it out. We actually will be doing a follow-up episode where I open the floor to you all to ask questions related to this. But for now, I just ask you to sit back, listen, and if you want, you can also check out the visual component of this on YouTube so that you can get a chance to see my faces that I was making as I was listening to a bunch of BS from BSO. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. No bullshitting. Uh, to my right is Robert Latale. The it, 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 tell people who you are, Robert. The editor in chief of Black Sports Online and BSO Entertainment, uh, biggest independently black-owned sports and entertainment website in the country. Okay. So you guys have all seen BSO. You've seen BSO on Twitter. Um, you've seen BSO uh, on on different social media feeds. Broken a lot of news over the years. We're in a lot of articles over the years. Um, that is Robert Littell. To my left is <laughs> oh Amanda Seals. Yes, yes. We all know who Amanda Seals is. Do we? I, I think, think that's an unfair assumption. That we all know. Yeah. Amanda, why you feel like that? Nah, you just think you're Amanda Seals. We've all everyone knows you. Everyone knows Amanda Seals, comedian. Actress, rapper, singer, poet, <laughs> uh, gym, gymnast. That's actually real. She can do flips. Um, now, why are both of these people here today? Uh, to ha- We're here to have a multifaceted conversation Ooh. on um, not just a specific incident, issue, and something that's happened over the last couple of weeks, but also uh, the larger question of how journalism people's actual lives, uh, truth, and perception all intersect. This all has to do with, I'm going to let, actually, I'm going to let Amanda start um, because it started sort of with uh, some comments that you had made. Mm -hmm. And we're going to let you, you tell how your side of the story, how you felt like this went. Well, in in this particular incident, I was sharing on my podcast and on The Breakfast Club about the importance of speaking about 
people that you are interested in dating because you can get information that can help you uh, make decisions about someone and whether or not they're the right person for you to be dating. So like, I think we've all experienced like a time where like, you may not know someone has like a whole girlfriend or a whole boyfriend. Mm, and then yeah. like, you know, you're talking to somebody and then you find out and you're like, oh. You ask around. Yeah, yeah. like it's, and that to me is just like being in a social sphere, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, that was the space I was speaking about that in. And in speaking about this particular person, I never said their name. Mm -hmm. I never said their name and I never said that they sexually harassed me. Right. I simply said that they were pressed about me coming to visit them very early on in our interaction. And I said that when I had relayed uh, their name privately to a friend that they said, oh, well, I know somebody who had this troubling experience with them. And that made me say, oh, yikes, that's not the person for me. Right. Uh, but in re in relaying this story, uh, a number of women contacted me via different means, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and email, to say, even though I had not said this person's name, they knew exactly who this person was mm -hmm. and named that person both first and last name, which gave me pause. Because for somebody's behaviors to be so consistent that people are able to discern who you're speaking about without even giving an extensive amount of factors for them to be able to determine that, made me say, okay, this is, this is not okay. Um, and I think anyone who actually does know me knows that at my core, I'm really for the people. Mm. I have always been for the protection of truth, for the preservation of truth, um, I have always been for the upliftment of black people. I have always been for the upliftment of women and specifically of black women um, in a number of spaces. So when, when, I, when I was put in the predicament of all of these people coming towards me with, with, with troubling information about somebody, it was like, damn, like this is a crisis of conscience. Sure. It's a crisis of conscience because it's like, there's people who are saying things that are negative and that are troubling. And I, I could possibly curtail other folks from having to go through those experiences. Mm -hmm. So I was very um, aware of that. But I said, you know what, I don't want to go out of pocket. But then I received, a, I received a correspondence that gave me just way too much pause. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I simply just wasn't okay with preserving um, that person's name anymore because at the very least, what you do when you speak honestly or you speak to an honest, and when I say speak honestly, I mean to speak to an honest concern, mm -hmm. you give that person the opportunity <laughs> to either agree or disagree, yeah. um, but without necessarily incriminating them, right. you know? So this is just like, okay, this is what I've been told. Mm -hmm. Now, the issue came when the press, and I put it in quotes, because I think once upon a time, uh, journalism was really fact-based. It was really rooted in fact-based, being fact-based. Like, the journalists took pride, took pride in, like, I'm going to uncover the facts. Mm -hmm. I'm going to uncover the truth. When we talk about, like, Woodward and Bernstein, and we talk about 
That's highbrow journalism right there. Yo, those are the those are the guys. The, are guys. the guys are the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys. Sure. You know, when we talk about Soledad O'Brien, you know, mm-hmm. when we talk about individuals who have made their career based on uh, having journalistic uh, ethics, what we're really talking about is folks who have decided that it really matters to them to give everybody access to information that they may not have access to. Right. Right. So. What was problematic to me, though, is when folks who do not hold that same ethical base of journalism uh, blur the line of editorial and Mm op-ed, so like speaking the facts versus speaking their opinions, Mm -hmm. and also when they don't do research. So there was a number of outlets that just decided that they were going to— This is the first false headline that you read. Amanda Seals accuses this individual of uh, sexually harassing her and sending incriminating texts. Okay. So, Two things I never did. Right. I, I literally n- never said that. Mm-hmm. I so, never said that I was sexually harassed. Mm-hmm. And I never said that anyone sent me uh, tr- like texts that were uh, inappropriate. Right. Mm-hmm. So that off rip was put into the zeitgeist. Now, the issue also that happens is like, okay, so they put that out there. What can you do? But not enough folks feel like it's their role as journalists to fact check other journalists. Mm-hmm. So they just take that and, and then, run. And now it's a bunch of sites subsided, and now that's the narrative. Right. Okay. So. And then. Right. That that brings us to now we're all caught up. Okay. No, uh, you think? No, go for it, sister. Go do you do your thing. Well, because then I felt the need to clarify that. So, oh, okay, excuse me. I did cut off a point. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I felt because because this had gotten so far off the track of reality, mm-hmm. I was like, let me just clarify that I have never accused this person of this. What I did do is this. So all I did was just, spec- like, all I did was simply state in a video what I actually did versus what people were saying I did. Mm-hmm. Because what they're saying is not actually the truth. Right. And then that was misappropriated into Amanda Seals admits to lying. Right. And I, one, have never admitted to lying, and two, I simply can't admit to lying about something I never said in the first place. Mm. So that was when things took a different turn because, once again, a headline was was made pr- public that was an opinion mm-hmm. but presented as a fact. Right. So in between here, a couple of things happened. In between there, one thing that happened was that uh, the gentleman who this is about, um, who is a, a very high-profile athlete uh, and figure, came on and said he's never done anything. He put out a lengthy statement on his personal um, Instagram, uh, sort of uh, balking at the idea that his reputation would be impugned in any way. And mm-hmm. and then making um, some, I guess, veiled accusations at the nature of your and his relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically saying that <laughs> you he had wanted to have a that you had wanted to have a relationship with him, you were scorned or spurned, and this is the reason why you were saying the things that you were saying. Okay, which is simply inaccurate. Okay, so then after that is where we get to the headline that she just uh, that the manager Reference. spoke about, um, which is the headline that went on BSO that said, uh, I think, and Robert's here. Robert, the guy, is the guy who runs BSO. Um, I don't want to butcher your headline, so what do you remember mm. the headline to be exactly? The headline was Amanda Seals admits to lying about being harassed uh, by, you know, the gentleman in, in question. 
Right. And some other stuff on the, the back right. end. Right. Now, we're not yeah. dancing around saying this guy's name. It just doesn't seem necessary to continue to inject him Correct. into a conversation about this right here. So Correct. You Correct. guys know who we're talking about. But So, Robert, go ahead. Um, first so, of all. So tell, so tell this yes. thing from yours. So now it is. So here's from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, before the original part, the original Breakfast Club interview, the original podcast, the original, I believe it was uh, another video, maybe it was an Instagram live video Mm -hmm. that was done. I knew nothing about this at all. I only came into knowledge about this is when the gentleman put up his Instagram post. And then, like she said, in the fairness of journalism, it's like we have one person that's accusing another person, according to him. That's when I started doing my research on it. Listen to The Breakfast Club, listen to the podcast, listen to the IG live video. Some of the terminology that was used in those was a little concerning, you know, to me. In uh, terms of what? And i tell you why. Because I feel like it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you can sing like R. Kelly, if you're a Heathcliff Huxtable. If you're doing bad things to women, then you should be out of here. You should be canceled. You should be in jail. And when I heard the term or the phrase, I should say from Amanda, that what she had heard was sexually predatorial mm-hmm. and could get him fired from his job, I took that very seriously. Because at that point, this is not just flirting gone wrong, relationships gone wrong. You're, you're implying from other sources that there's some sort of sexual predatorial nature involved. So what I did was at that time, there's an article before this article that a lot of people don't remember, was I put what he said on there and I put what she said on there. And I was just saying that he is saying that none of this never happened, that what she said about him, which in turn she says I never said, was there was no harassment. There was no, there was no, you know, there's not these other women out there. They're anonymous sources. None of this ever, ever happened. It's not what she said, though. She just said that there were other women right, that were out there. Right, right. I'm just telling you, once again, in the interest of journalism, mm-hmm. like we're talking about, sure. her word is, and his word, have to be treated equally. That's sure. what. that'll be the last time I interject. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure no, no. that, I want to no. make sure that we get to the basis yeah. of we're what We're getting to actually, that point. Okay, cool. All right, we're getting to, to that point and, and what we all talked about. Sure. So after that, I guess some time passes. I'm not even paying attention to, to anything that's going on with that. I think it's over. When the new video is presented to me that, you know, I didn't say it, this about him. I didn't say anything sexually harassment. I didn't say anything about it. I was just telling what other people had said. Now, I agreed with you and your representative that the way that I presented it in the headline, I should it was more editorial. What I'm just referring to now is the yes. fact that after this was happened, yes. I called Robert and we spoke last Yes, week. that it was more editorial because I felt at the time, if you're putting all of this out there uh, about him, and these are serious accusations, to pull back a little bit on it, to me, was uncomfortable because we're talking about someone's career and life someone that's a neurosurgeon, someone that's going to be doing surgery on little kids' brains. So there's a responsibility, you know, to that. If he is what you believe he is and you believe these women, then there's more that needs to be done. We can't just be talking on Instagram, you know, about it. You you have to, you can't be in the middle. What with, was she supposed to do? I mean, what, what, what uh, would you, when you say more, like when you say, by the way, okay, yeah. uh, to everyone that's, I'm yeah. not, 
everyone knows that me and Amanda are friends. No, I'm, not, I'm, 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 I'm no, not, I'm not cool. trying to. Yeah. What I'm saying, more than should have been done. Yes. What are you? What do you? I'm mean? saying there's at that point you have two decisions. She even spoke about. It. She said she had a crisis of consciousness. I want to make sure mm-hmm. I got your your phrase mm-hmm. right. Is if you know that someone's like that. If I know someone's committing a crime, I go to the police. But I don't know. And I think right. that's what we need to make clear. Right, if you no, don't... Robert, okay, this no, no. is what I need to okay. make clear. Well, hold on, because, let you because you're, you're, well, I can't let you finish because... Okay, but because, I let listen, you do your whole thing. I, I know, but what, but the okay. thing is is that you're, you're completely okay. erroneous about what you're yeah. reporting. Because yeah. you're yeah. saying that I accused him of something and that I lied about the accusation. I never pulled back from anything. I simply clarified what I had said from the beginning. I literally just repeat... I didn't even clarify. I just repeated... What I said from the beginning, which was that he never sexually harassed me, that there were a number of women who said that he has been with, been problematic with them. And the reality is, is that I said in my video, I have no empirical proof. All I can report is that people have been reporting to me that there could be an issue. And you know what? There's enough cause for concern to say, hey, just watch out. I did not by any means say that I know for sure that this person does this. What I do know for sure is that several women have said that they do. That's what I said. So one question. No, 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 you can go my back. Just one quick sure, counterpoint sure. to that mm-hmm. is, okay, I hear what you're saying with that. Mm-hmm. That's what, exactly what you said. Do you feel, and this is just a question to you, without empirical proof, do you think it's responsible to put something that serious on someone without knowing? I think it is very irresponsible to with the information I received, not at least put out a caution. Mm, I disagree with that. That's fair. I disagree with that. And you're allowed to disagree because we as humans are allowed to disagree. It's healthy. It's healthy to have discourse. It is unhealthy to create deceit. Well, creating deceit and And deception with headlines. And and deception is what I'm saying is you're saying now I don't have any proof. You didn't say that. I literally said right, I don't have empirical right. proof. You didn't say that beforehand, though. I literally said that. No, no, that. no. You said that in the clarification. No, I didn't. I said yeah. that in the video where I said his name. I literally There's... said in that video, I do not have empirical proof, but I do have a number of women who have stated that this person is behaving with them in mm. a manner that is not okay. And today, I received a correspondence that made me say, I have to say something out loud. Okay. So, and for so, the record, so, so, and for the record, there's been eight more women who have come mm. forward so, to me. So, so. So, so let's let's address okay. the headline real quick okay. before okay. we before okay. we start the debate. Okay. The headline that we're talking about now that kind of got this clickback, right. this this whole thing cranked right. back up was the headline that said, "Amanda Seals, say it again, lies." Uh, Alan, admits, uh, the, the whole Amanda, headline admit, admits she lies admits about the whole harassment. In yes. your opinion, yes. right now, yes, was that headline accurate? I would not say it was accurate. I'd say I would would have been able to word it in a different way to get my the point headline across. that was out. Yeah. Was it accurate? Yeah, I just said that was not. I could have worded it differently. Okay, like I feel it was an editorial headline. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something where I was saying, "Oh, I have empirical proof." It's what I believed. Okay, so <laughs> that's a very big difference. No, I'm just saying because yeah. I'm not a news source, but I, you I, are. No, that's no, I that's don't believe that. But, but wait, but wait okay. a second. Okay, we have to. The, if we're gonna have this discussion yeah. in good faith, we have to admit that the specific headline mm-hmm. that you put up was in fact factually inaccurate. So because then we have to ask, how do we get there? How Mm -hmm. do we get to a headline? From your perspective, how do we get to a headline that simply isn't true? Just like she just said. She said it for me. She is saying my point back to me. She's saying that, okay, well, sometimes you feel 
like, hey, I have information or I have no, a Rob, feeling. Robert, let me oh, no, 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 you, you got you okay, stopping no, no, me no, no, every time. No, no, I'm just saying that's that's because that's not you're cool. the only no, one between no, the two of us that isn't making sense. Okay, no, no, see, no, no, all right. So, Robert, uh, Robert, no, finish, finish. Okay, Go ahead. no, my, my bad. I'm just saying. My bad. I just find it ironic that I am getting chastised for an editorial headline that you guys that are defamed me. Right? No, 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 no. The but you're saying that you can without proof call someone sexually predatorial with not in, any proof at all, and you have no problem okay, with that. Real quick. I just think right, that's I just I, think that hypocritical. I'm I, just well, saying. Hold on for a yeah. second. Let yeah. me say something yes. real quick. I'm gonna put something out here mm. for ever, for the listening and everyone mm. else. Amanda, I'm gonna tell you right here, I don't agree with the whole Myron role. Excuse me. I don't agree with the whole conversation that was started. I do look at that conversation. If we were to have that conversation, I do look at that conversation and go, maybe that's a little bit much if we're not going to go full bore at them, if there's not an accusation of some sort of harassment or whatever, because there's a lot on the line with that. Which I did say at the beginning of my video. Right. Having said that, mm. me telling her right now, mm. I don't agree with the narrative as right. far as that goes. Not saying whether or not it's true yeah. or not, just saying if we're going to be right. that strong about something right. in today's climate, maybe that needs to be a little bit more caretaker. Right. That's fine. I'm saying that right now, so mm. people know that, okay? You, it, it, what, what we have to deal with in terms of the discourse here is, if you represented something in the headline mm. that didn't actually happen, you don't think that journalistically, mm -hmm. you're under a different standard than somebody who has an Instagram. I think that I am held to a standard, a journalistic standard. Sure. And when we spoke, you and I spoke, you and a representative spoke, we came to a conclusion that that wasn't right. And I apologize, you know, for that. What I told you and what I told her was that was how I felt it came across, but I can't put a headline out there because you didn't explicitly say that. And I apologize to, and I wanted to speak to you directly, so I just don't want to say I, I apologize yeah. to Van and I apologize to your person. I said, no, I apologize to her and I apologize nah, to you. we had a very substantive right, conversation. Right. And I apologize to you, you about that right now. But you know who else you should apologize right, to? Right, Who? Your readers. Huh? Because your readers trust you, and that's the whole thing. Right. Because listen, like, the reality is as black folks with right. a platform, mm. like, we're special. Mm. We get the opportunity to speak to large groups of people on right. a regular basis, mm -hmm. and they trust us, right? Right. And so that's why it's so important that when we do say things, mm. that there is an actual grounds to say that. So, like, folks who really rock with Amanda Seals know that I would never put myself out there like this if I didn't feel like there was something uh -huh. necessary to do. They know that I would never try to tear down uh -huh. a brother who is a pediatric neurosurgeon. Uh -huh. they, we can count on our hands how many of those are. They know that I would never uh -huh. do that flippantly, right? right? But, no, let me, I just okay. want, because I'm about to, I'm bringing you into this because this is a okay. us thing. Okay. That's what we need to understand. This is an us thing. What's happening so often is we're making it a us versus us thing. We're making it a man versus women thing. Oftentimes, it's the narrative that's getting presented is like, oh, if this person is holding somebody accountable, then they hate black women. If this person is holding somebody accountable, then they hate black men. Personally, I believe that as black folks, if we don't hold each other accountable, then we are waiting for others to come in and actually enact their own form of policing, which I don't want no parts of. But I say all that to say that as a journalistic space and as somebody who has a platform, you have to say every time that you go on that line, that you go online, you have to come from a place of respecting your readers enough to know that they trust you. So I know like 
we it means something to our readers that they can look at something we put up and go with it. You know how many people have been coming at me simply off of just you stating that sentence? Because they believe you. Because they trust you. Because you've done such a good job at creating a space with your platform that you have now a, lead, a, a, a readership. And that, to me, is like such an accomplishment. Like, Van has done the same thing here at TMZ. We all know TMZ be on some fuck shit, but we know Van ain't. We know Van ain't. And so that's the thing. It's like the responsibility, once you create, once you successfully reach that level, you can't be flippant. You owe your readers an apology for for misleading them. And you could have easily said to them, like, this is how I feel. And you have said that. So I'm not trying to, like, discredit. You did say that. You could have said this is how I feel. But you want to also put your readers in a position to defame, abuse, and accuse a black woman who has done nothing but dedicate her life to black folks for a lie. Literally just off of something that was a lie. Because what you're saying that I did... I never did. And it's not okay. And they should be apologized to. Once again, I hear exactly what you're saying. And going back to Van's question, is a journalistic any different than an Instagram? Mm -hmm. To me, if you're telling me all this stuff and you want me to feel this way, right? And I understand that. And that makes perfect sense to me. I can't wrap my mind around about how you don't feel some of the things that you're saying don't have the same effect on black people and black men. What things that I'm saying? Once again, accusing someone with no proof, saying, having videos and things about Trump and black men and Jesse Smollett and black men. Okay, so let's go, let's address that. Okay. Did you see the seven minute video? I've seen it. And like I said, did, I No, no, I, did I, you see the yeah, seven minute video? I did. So I don't know how you can watch a seven minute video mm -hmm. where I address Jesse Smollett mm -hmm. and say that it's about black men. I, didn't I say address that. you. I, I, what I said you just was, use that as an example. No, I, exactly. Because what you're saying is one little snippet out of your seven minutes can be taken out of context or you said something and you didn't mean it the way it said. No. Hold on, no, no. Just, just give me a second. <laughs> give me a second. But on the flip side of that, you're saying one pocket of what I wrote, not the entire article, not the follow-up tweets. The headline. Not the, the explaining, hey, Robert, you know. I, no, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. It's give me a second. Hold on. Bro. Give me a second. I, I just, here's the thing. You guys are not, let me rephrase that. You didn't say anything. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, no. I'm not, I'm agreeing with you mm -hmm. on that. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I'm mm -hmm. saying, okay, we've addressed that. Are we not going to address some of these other issues? To, to address them. Uh, okay. as, you got to, you, yeah. You're not going to address. We hadn't addressed that. No, no, Literally yeah. at this moment, we no. were addressing well, it. I was simply making an addendum to right. what else needs to be addressed. Right. So I'm just saying that it's, yes, I have a website. I'm a journalist, right? You're a star. You're on HBO. You're on all of this stuff. So when you say things without proof, and now you come on and say, oh, I got eight other women. Now, people are going to say, oh, man, that's 16 women now with no proof. And that's going to carry with him forever. That's not going away. That can't be changed in an edit. Can I ask you something? Sure. <laughs> Why doesn't it give you pause that 16 women said this man's name? Why does it give you more pause that I said his name than that they did? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. That's a good question. Okay. okay, so like I said, before all of this happened, I hadn't, you know, no, I, you know, I, I just, I'm not saying it like, you know, I didn't know who he was, just I wasn't aware of all of the stuff until I did the research, right? Just like you, when things happen, you know what people do? They hop into texts, they hop into DMs, they say things about people. 
But you don't know if those are actually true. Same thing happened with, with me. After I did all of this, people came in my DM and said, you know something, I have an Amanda Seals story, or this happened, or that happened. It wasn't 16. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to just say it's a, an empirical number, but you know something? I don't know you. And you know the difference? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me, just give me a second. Okay. I, I don't know you. I've never met you. Um, I know Van. Van says you're a friend here, so I'm more willing to take his word than anybody else. But I would never, ever say, well, this is what I was told, just to try to win a battle or to go back and forth and everything to say, well, this is what I heard from people that I don't know that I don't know if know you, this is what she they have said about her. And if it was so serious that I thought that it was criminal, then there would be a conversation that I would try to have with you. Say, hey, this is what people are saying about you. This is what you're saying, you know, about you. I wouldn't do that publicly because you know why? Just for what you said, I have an outlet that if I do say something, some of the things that I heard. People are going to run with it. Never called you out of your name. I've never been like some of the other people that we won't mention on Twitter that I know have a, a, a beef against you and have called you all type of crazy yes. stuff. And I don't, like, I don't like that. I don't like being associated with the person. I'm pretty sure you know who the person is. exactly who the person yeah, is. Yeah, I don't like to be associated with they, that they person. They make lying headlines too. Right. I, I don't, I don't want to be associated you know, with that person because I don't treat women like that. And when Van talked to me and your representative talked to me, you know, I took a step back and I said, well, can I talk to her? Let me, we can talk this out. I'm not, but that's, but to answer your question, that's why. Because I don't want to hear what everybody else had to say. I want to hear what you had to, to say. Can I, can I counter? Sure, sure. <laughs> I think what we're not acknowledging is there's a nuance. Mm -hmm. The nuance in that story is one, that people are coming to you after already knowing who you're talking about. So you've already stated my name. Uh -huh. So they can come and just say whatever. There is a nuance that has to be acknowledged with the fact that without stating this person's name, people knew who I was talking about. They knew that uh -huh. because they had had the same experiences. Uh -huh. We have to acknowledge that nuance because uh -huh. that's an incredibly different situation than a celebrity who people know and people... Uh -huh coming into your DMs saying, oh, well, here's my story, and here's my story, and here's my story. The other well, difference fair. is that celebrities' interactions, right, uh -huh. are different than folks who are just a part of the public sphere in a more private way. Right? Oh, it wasn't just public. It just was just random people. So, so I mean, I'm just, I'm not, saying, I'm, I'm not cutting you off. I'm just saying no, that. That's even if it's another celebrity, right, right, it's still right, celebrities have right. different interactions uh -huh. than others. So there's definitely a uniqueness uh -huh. to that. Now, I, on my Instagram profile, literally it says, I'm not for everyone. So I'm uh -huh. sure people came to you and said, a man is a bitch, a man has been stank, a man is this, a man is that, I'm sure. But accusing me of anything criminal, I doubt that greatly because I simply don't do that. Correct. And if they did accuse me of something criminal, then sure, please tell me uh -huh. because I want to rectify that immediately right. because I want to make sure that it's clear that that is not what's going on. Now, this individual, they got the right to do that. They got and they did that. And that is every right. We're here today, though, about a couple of basic things. And one of those basic things is simply that in reporting things, you're right. We all have a responsibility to reporting things accurately. We all have a responsibility to having a conscience about how we report things. Like for me, I don't think you understand how and maybe I mean, 
maybe you don't grasp that like the 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 immensity of what took place after you simply stating the lie. And this person, um, you know, we the difference between the two scenarios is that you don't know if they're lying or not, but we know that you were lying about what I said. That's the difference. There is empirical proof that I never admitted to lying. There is empirical proof that I never accused somebody of sexually harassing me. So that's the biggest difference. Now, when it all really, really comes down to the bottom, 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 bottom line of all of this, we are in a very um, unique time right now Uh with the Me Too and Time's Up. And there really is still a growing narrative on how to handle these situations. This is all new. It is literally brand new. It is literally brand new mm-hmm. that women are able... I'm looking at you because we're here together. So I'm looking at you in your eyes so you can look me back in the eyes so I can respect you and look at you eye to eye as a man. Okay? Amanda, okay. No, because, we're, oh, no, because oh, I want to connect with the person. I get... I get. No, nah, like, he's not looking at me. I'm, okay. I'm like, look at me, brother. I'm trying to connect with you, man. But you're making a point, though. <laughs> I'm trying to connect with him. Like, listen. Yeah. This is a time where mm-hmm. we have seen so much... For the past how many centuries, black men be falsely accused by people who are out to get them. We have seen black men lose their entire lives by people who are simply either one, trying to protect their, you know, bullshit. Like we've seen white women who literally have been sleeping with a black man and accuse them of rape because they don't want to look like they were sleeping with a black man. So like we have absolutely borne witness. And you know why we've also borne witness? Because we were their girls. We were their women. We were their mothers, their daughters, their girlfriends, their sisters. And we ha- look at Beale Street Talks. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally the same situation where this woman has to watch her man, who she knows full well did not do this, be accused and have to live out the rest of his life out of an accusation. So that is not lost on me or I believe any sister who is boldly saying no to Bill Cosby. What do you say no to, people, to R. Though? Kelly. What do you say to people, no. though, that see what happened in this situation? I'm, I'm okay. about to get there. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's why when when we're in this situation, it really is like a new space. And it is a very, um, it's a very serious line to walk as a woman and as a black woman because you're both black and a woman. You have to live in both of those existences and understand the histories associated with that in a duality that a lot of people cannot understand who do not share that duality. I have to, at the same time, respect my brothers and love my brothers and protect my brothers at the same time that I continue to have a respect, a protection, and a love for women and for my sisters. And we are all the time having to contend with what that looks like. So when we make accusations, we don't get the freedom of just like, oh, whatever, this nigga said this. No, if you are a conscious sister, you are very conscious about what that means. So you don't step into those waters lightly or loosely. And you don't want anyone to even for a second think that you would if you are somebody that really loves black folks. So to your point, no, I I think that we are in a new era where we're still trying to figure out the balance of that. For a lot of women, it's like, damn, Okay, I love the Cosby show, mm-hmm. but I just can't be okay with there being this many examples. Do you regret at all saying what you said and doing what you did and putting it out there in the way that you did? I regret putting it out there in the way that I did. I think that there was an even, even though I was very thoughtful about my words, clearly I could have been even more thoughtful. But I do not regret the fact that, you know, this was the only means for me to do this 
without putting him in a situation where there could be a criminal investigation or where he could have like the board, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was, to me, this was the safest way for both parties. Because if I had went another way, then it ends up being um, more than just a concern and ends up being criminal. And I don't have proof that it's criminal, but point. I have proof that it's a concern. To Robert's point, did you ever think about reaching out to this person and letting people I know? did. You did? I did tell him. So you, so you told him. He didn't him. respond. Why? Okay, so you, you did reach out to him and tell him what people were saying about him. Yes. Interesting. Do, you, do you dispute anything that he said in his Instagram post? Of course. <laughs> like, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Do you dispute everything that he says in his Instagram post? Hey, is give me the Instagram post. Is there something quick. within the post that is accurate? Because okay. it's a lot there. I this just, is the Instagram I just, post. Just, I'm going to read it for yeah. people who can I understand that in today's world, the responsibility falls on the accused in quotation marks to prove themselves innocent, as opposed to the ones alleged accuser in quotation marks having to prove their claims before going public. Unfortunately, I found myself victim to these very circumstances. A, blogging, a blogger slash online personality. I don't agree with that. Whom I've never met in person and have only interacted once with, with once via phone, recently claimed that I verbally harassed her during a call I exchange. Never that. She further cl- she furthered these claims by stating that anonymous sources have come forward and added their accounts to her narrative. Uh, let me make myself perfectly clear: these as- accusations are absolutely false. Should be characterized as exactly what they are: acts of bullying, intimidation, and retaliation. I have been raised to respect and also keep my personal affairs private as that is a respectful thing to do. However, I will not sit idly by and allow someone to engage in an intentional character assassination simply because I did not return their advances or wish to engage in a relationship as they may have wished. <laughs> that is his side of the Oh, there's more. No, 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 there's more. You, is there more? Yeah, there is. Where? Right there. Go back. One more. Where? Right here. Oh, this one. Oh, yeah. accusations mm-hmm. of sexual harassment should be taken seriously, but the same should be said for false accusations against someone uh, and the impact that those mm-hmm. accusations can have in today's digital world. I thank you for all your support and for allowing me the opportunity to stand up for myself and against any actions of bullying, mm-hmm. intimidation, or retaliation. So his narrative is clearly that there was some type of uh, relationship between that's false. I agree. I would agree. I agree with the last paragraph, one thousand percent. False accusations should be definitely handled, and you know, true accusations. Sh- the person who is uh, at fault should be held accountable. I feel like that. You know, the problem is that we definitely have a society where we just haven't. We we are st- <laughs> first of all, we live in a patriarchal society where we're just now getting to a point where we even listen to women, let alone believe them. Okay, so that's that's the we we have some hurdles that we got to get over just in general with that space. I mean, as we saw with Kavanaugh, you know, as we've seen with uh, uh, sometimes I put people's names out of my head. Who's the other one on the Supreme Court? Uh, Anita Hill, Clarence. Um, You know, we haven't really come that far in the reality of like, you know, when women state like this is my truth. Uh, there's still just this underlying sense of like, mm, I'm not so sure about that. Black folks, we understand that wholeheartedly because we have also, just as a race and community of people, have continuously had to be like, no, 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 that's that's not. I mean, we we are we're seeing <laughs> we're seeing the Central Park Five film coming out. Like these are five people that were completely innocent the entire time, fought for their innocence, and many of them did not even get to see the light of day. So we understand that on various levels. Now, in this statement, um, and once again, I feel like I don't want us to 
be completely just corralled to this particular instance, solely this incident. True. But the fact of the matter is that a lot of those things are untrue. But you know what? I know my truth. And the truth is that a lot of the things that he's saying on there are simply just not in accordance with the things that I've been saying. So, you know, he can say what he wants and I am able to say what I want. And for what it's worth, people determine what they want to believe, right? right? That's what we're dealing with with Michael Jackson right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's people just determine what they want to believe. Yeah. I have never pursued a relationship with this person. Uh, they contacted me. I've had a phone conversation with them. I've I've already said, yeah, stated yeah, yeah. this several times. Robert, I think the, the issue is, in, in my mind, and the things that you say about false accusations and black women and black men and women in general and just being heard and everything are, are accurate. And <laughs> I think... Black men that that are for the cause um, wholeheartedly agree with that, and wholeheartedly agree that it should be us, not us against each other. I think the issue that people have sometimes is when you have someone that is saying that he's being falsely accused, mm -hmm. and then you have someone else saying, "You know something? I'm not sure." <laughs> Uh, I believe, you know, women, which I, I get, you totally should believe women, but I can't say for sure, 100%, 95% that is true. That stigmatism for a black man, some uh, that already deals with a lot of stereotypes as it is. And I'm not talking specifically just about him. I'm just saying when you put that in stigma general. in general. Yeah, no, that's yeah. very right. yes. So that's so, why you only say it if you really believe it. Okay, I, I'm with you on that. I feel you on that now. <laughs> right. Okay, mm -hmm. but but here's the one part that I'm I'm I guess that I want to kind of maybe hopefully that you, that you understand as this coming from a black man, and I was told this a long time ago when I was a little kid is that as black people, not just men, as black people, when one person in our race does something, it's almost like we all have done it. You can see a white guy go to Vegas, shoot 50 people at a thing, and it's not even talked about two weeks from now. When a black person does something, the stereotype seems to come with us all. And when we're infighting or we're accusing or we're you know, putting things out there, just like you said you wouldn't want all of that stuff you know, on you and people calling you names and all of that stuff, that stigmatism comes back on us as well. So to me, it's... It's still hard for me to wrap my mind around knowing that you don't know for sure, but knowing that that stigmatism is going to not just stick with him, but it's also going to stick with other black, you know, men in this specific so case. You're saying yeah. that an indictment of him because of his 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 perch and where right. he's gotten. Uh, is sort of sort of lends itself to the inherent criminality that some yeah. people feel like black men have. And just one other little point to that and. Sometimes when black people do things wrong, seriously wrong, like we talked about Bill Cosby and we talked about R. Kelly, all of a sudden it comes back on all of us. Couldn't agree more. I think that <laughs> sometimes when they do things like right. that, the a mainstream American uh, mm. society looks at it as not one or two people, but a black man showing right. what he's really made of. Exactly. And, and that's really as far as I, I hear what you're saying. And I think at least we have some common ground with the responsibility aspects of journalism and, and saying things, that's the part that keeps, you know, sticking with me is that you, when you're talking about just your dating part and a comfortable part and things to look out for, I just think that you could have expressed that without 
it wasn't the it, 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 without the name. But that that's not I did. I did express that. No, I know you name. did. I'm talking about after. I didn't state the name until it became professional. Until the, minute, accusa- it, it, until, the until the accusations that were made were were about a prof- the professional space. That's when I said the name. I'm, I'm confused by. I don't know what you mean what by you that. Mean professional. Well, I don't, I don't get the people who were accusing had stated that they were working in the same professional space. Oh. Oh. So that's when it's like okay. Oh, I see. This okay. is deeper than worked with the person. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is deeper than just dating. This okay. is now become a bigger issue, and it's like okay. I don't want to actually to the, the the irony of all of this is that the what you're saying is that you would have preferred that I actually went to the popo uh, yeah. or went to uh his superiors and I would not do that unless the accusation is um unless someone outright says to me something that I can empirically and and, and mm. the reality is that I don't but right. the, but the re, the truth of the matter is this was like the safest way to like walk the line without mm-hmm. going into a scenario where I'm like actively putting this black man in a mm. criminal situation which I never no one mm. ever wants to do like no one wants to call the cops. If you if you are a black person that's really about it and you know what's up, you don't ever want to call the cops. First of all, because you feel like it's nine times out of ten going to backfire on you anyway. So that's just that. No, I'm I'm really like not about involving the popo, really. The only thing about that is, I guess there's because you because so you, you're you, gonna say due process. No 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 no. I'm not saying due process at all. It's just I see someone like R. Kelly. That people didn't want to call the police on, who didn't no, want no, no, to. No, 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 no. That's different because there right. is actual visual proof. There is a video. There is right. a there is a marriage license. So okay. that's different. So right. So so, so calling so, caution and calling accu- calling caution oh. and calling accusation are two different things. Which is why it's Ooh. such an issue to me when people say that I made an accusation that I did not make mm. because. Robert, let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you feel like any part of the headline that you wrote was be was written out of a distaste for the way she handled this? I wouldn't. I don't want to use the word distaste. Okay. I disagreed with with Hasha. I don't want to say distasteful. I think that's but so no word. part of it you feel like was punitive though. What do you mean punitive? Like you were punishing her? No, not at oh, okay. all. No, 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 Cause, no, cause, no. Because because the, yeah. and, and the and the only reason why I ask that is because. A lot of times with our platform, uh-huh. and that wasn't to impugn you. No, anyway. no, 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 no. I'm the, 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 I might have misused punitive, by the way. Yeah. I, 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 I like um, the re- only reason why I, I, I ask you that is because a lot of times with our platforms, mm. um, when there are a lot of people that listen to us, and this mm. goes for all three of us, when we feel like something is wrong, mm-hmm. um, we want to cut it out of the uh, of of the conversation. We want to for there to be. Um, some sort of backlash against someone. When no, you, you no, no. You feel like someone's yeah. done something wrong. And sometimes with right. us, with people right. that have that, mm. we have to be wary that that doesn't infect the standards yeah. that we hold ourselves. Right. Let, let me let me address that because it's a good point. Um, because you followed BSO for a long time. We uh, worked together. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. remember. So, yeah. you know there are things that I see in media uh, that I feel like it's my responsibility to 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 speak on. Right. And so I know uh, that right. like even with the Russell Westbrook thing, exactly. you right away jumped on the guy. Right. And I'm just wondering if in this case, 
right. if Amanda was the guy. No, here's the thing. I look at stories, and I, I learned this a long time ago when I was in college, to look at the story as the situation, not the person. And don't, because if you take it personal, then you kind of lose your perspective on it. Like, I don't know her, so I, I didn't feel any particular way towards her. The My issue was the process of how this, you know, went about was, and it wasn't specifically about him. It was the greater conversation, conversation of yeah. it. And when I wrote my story, that's why I was like, you know, this is to be dangerous, not necessarily because I didn't believe you. It was the situation could be dangerous because what if five people went to some random person about Van or about me and said, you know, we did, you know, this and without any empirical proof. And someone was like, well, I want to caution you about Robert Littell. I want to caution you about Van Lathan. And I have a mom and a daughter and, 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 you know, things of that nature. And they're like, my son is, is, is on the front page of the Miami Herald you know, because of this, because that's where I originally saw your your story from. And, Which was also a false headline. Right, that's what I'm saying, but I, um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm with you on that. Okay, we're, <laughs> really? we're good on that. But that was the way I'm looking at it is that, and and I understand that when you say things, there's going to be certain, you know, backlash about mm -hmm. it. I apologize. I would never want anybody to attack, I've you know, anybody. I've had death threats because of your headline. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I wouldn't want anybody to have a, a, a death threat over something like that. I, the the guy from Russell Westbrook last night has gotten death threats. I wouldn't, I'm not trying to make somebody get death threats. I'm trying to get to, you know, the end all be all of whatever we're talking about. But you realize yeah. even in that case, uh -huh. like we covered that story. Yeah. In that case, did you call him a racist in a headline? No, I called him MAGA. Okay. So <laughs> all right. what, 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 what was the exact headline from the, from the, from the, from the Russell Westbrook? It was just MAGA, uh, MAGA jazz fan. The original headline was you know, Russell Westbrook says he's going to F up, you know, jazz fan, you know, MAGA jazz fan. Uh, he deletes his tweets, mm -hmm. he deleted tweets and stuff. And then I went through a process of showing the real tweets. Because as you know, the we got fake, we got fucked over. Yeah, the yeah, fake yeah, yeah. tweets came out. So that's why I totally understand, like, you know, there's a responsibility. So this, yeah. What I mean to say about that is, even in that case, well, right. I, well I'm going to be honest with you. Uh -huh. I believe in my heart that that guy's a piece of shit, right? Uh-huh. When I'm sitting down writing a story on TMZ, mm. I, in my headline, mm -hmm. can't impugn his reputation. Mm. I can't even say he's lying. I can't even say, I call people out. We did a headline here at TMZ. Mm. This was the headline. Miranda Lambert. See, there you go. Look, see, MAGA jazz fan. Right, okay. Yeah, that's, 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 so, so this is the headline. He had this, this is the headline. This is the headline. Twitter feed. Uh, <laughs> his headline says, um, uh, like, MAGA jazz fan Shane Kiesel, who wants you to believe he didn't say anything offensive to Russell Westbrook. Lied about being a pilot for Southwest Airlines. By the way, shout out to you because I don't get to write them that long. If I got to write them, I'd be fucking Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but, but. So what I'm saying is, even even in that, right? Mm -hmm. I think that guy's a piece of shit. You think that guy's mm -hmm. a piece of shit. I think he lied. He was banned, by the way, for people who don't right. know at the time of this. If you cook that headline that way, right. people are there's going to be a backlash against right. that guy. Right. So so if if. That's why sometimes I think the greater conversation here is, uh, I'll go back to the headline we did. We did a headline to where Miranda Lambert um, was in a uh, was in a, 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 uh -huh. a, a restaurant in Nashville and threw a salad on someone. Uh -huh. And she threw a salad on this person. And our headline read, Miranda Lambert um, uh, threw a, throws a salad on a woman in uh -huh. a restaurant. 
was provoked or was probably provoked or claimed yeah. she was provoked. In other headlines we fucking do, mm -hmm. when people do shit, we don't have a motherfucking thing in the mm -hmm. headline about whether or not somebody was fucking provoked. Mm -hmm. We don't go, uh, Solange attacks Jay-Z on elevator. She was probably provoked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, we don't, like, we never do that. So I go to them and I go, yo, why do we, on the uh, show, mm -hmm. I go to them and I go, yo, why do we cook this headline for her? Mm -hmm. Why are we in a headline about an article mm -hmm. that is supposed to inform someone? Right. Mm -hmm. And TMZ unbiased. can do this, unbiased. Um, that's what it got changed, changed to. to. Right. Uh, oh, that's brand new, though. Oh, no, that's what it got, that's sure. what it got changed to. Why are we implanting into mm -hmm. somebody's the information that they should have. Right. And more importantly, do we do that for everyone? Right. So I guess what I would say mm -hmm. is, has there been anything that you've learned about, first of all, your platform is much bigger than you think it is. Yeah. Number one, you've got to know that. Um, and like, have you learned anything about the way you inform people as far as your headlines are concerned? Uh, so... Just so you know, I've been doing this for over 10 years now. Very successfully. You know, from scratch. Just me, from the beginning. Now, obviously, I've had a lot of help uh, over the years. And I make mistakes mm -hmm. on, on headlines. I've made mistakes within stories. Oh, I've made them too. You know, I've, yeah. I remember one of the big ones was uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, it was a lookalike, but he had gotten a fight at a club. <laughs> and... It looked just like him. Mm -hmm. And Odell Beckham gets in the fight at the club. This was back when they were thinking about trading him and everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I put it out there. And the New York Daily News put it out. BSO, fake headline, da 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 So, you know, I've made mistakes, you know, over the years. Yeah. And the, the thing that frustrates me, to be perfectly honest with you, Amanda, is that I wish that wasn't, I would have written it the proper way. Because then the conversation could have been what the conversation needed to be. Right? More open and not okay, this is the, the the issue that we're having. Because, like I said, the conversation, I think, is bigger than what we had. Like I said, I apologize no, you know, you for that. No, brother, you don't have to apologize again. What I'm trying to... Yeah. Like, no, there's no limit. Uh, <laughs> I'll receive all of them. But, but what, what, what I mean, to, what I mean yeah. to say is, when we talk about a greater conversation, we can have yeah. both a greater conversation about... Right. We can have more greater conversations right. than just one. A greater conversation about how we handle yes. Both, yes. Uh, conversations about this and accusations in the public sphere. Correct. And also... Yes. How we, as members of the media, media. inform the people who right. rely on us for information about these topics. And I do think my platform... Do uh, you think there's something unique to being a member of the black media? I think, personally, I think... And this is probably why people take me so seriously is that they know that I won't let certain things, you know, slide. Meaning that... Exactly. If, Which is the same reason why people take me seriously. Right. So the same reason why people yeah, take me seriously. So if, <laughs> you know, a woman gets, you know, eat, you know, arm eaten by a jaguar, you know, for sticking a hand out there, they know I'm going to point out that it's not the jaguar's fault. Yeah. If Will Kane is out here calling Antonio Brown a, a suicide bomber mm -hmm. and no other... Outlet is gonna to take, take it. Right, you have I will, autonomy. Yeah. I have the autonomy to do that, and I have the connections to say ESPN. What are you gonna do about this? And if they say they're not gonna do anything, to point out that ESPN said they're okay. I guess with with Will Kane, mm -hmm. you know, it's a suicide bomber. Yeah. So it does bother me. Can I ask you a question? Sure. <laughs> Why did you not feel it necessary to? So I I guess what I what I'm mm. what I'm discerning is that you felt that because I was. You felt that I was putting out this person to dry. I was hanging out this black man to dry. That's how you felt. Not Correct. that not that I didn't believe you. That's I want to make that very clear. Cause I'm not saying that I, I didn't believe. I'm saying that I felt that 
you were putting all of us out to dry because there was no proof. Okay, so oh. a couple things. One, we can't pick and choose when it's all or not, right? So, like, sometimes, mm-hmm. so, for instance, like, with R. Kelly, like, I feel like many brothers will be like, that ain't us, that ain't us, that ain't us. But I'm like, okay, but in the greater sphere of things, to your point, he ends up getting to be a representative of the whole. And so if we're not, as the whole, being like, no, 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 then we are, by in yeah. essence, going along with this false narrative, right? Now, in this situation, I think what it really, really, really boils down to is why would you not feel the need to take the same approach of protection with my narrative as you wanted to with his? Because he didn't publicly put you out there. He he literally did. Only he publicly he... put a whole lie. And you never contacted me or my representative to clarify if that was any if there was any truth to that. You you literally had my videos in front of you and and took the initiative to create a narrative about them that was your own personal feeling, but that wasn't rooted in the facts. And for somebody who says, like, listen, I want to protect, I want to keep it a hundred, I want to always like make sure that we're on square, I feel like there was a preservation for for the brother because you see yourself in that brother, but you don't see yourself in me. No, I, I don't. I, I disagree with that in the sense that it wasn't protecting, you know, him. It was, and it, it was, was protect, not. It was protecting you. It was not. It was protecting the brotherhood. No, no, no. Not. It's not even the brotherhood oh, okay. because it's protecting anyone that if you don't have proof, you get accused because. The world that we're in now, it only takes a little bit to take someone's whole career, you know, off off center. Mine, I know, it's been happening to me for right. two weeks because of right. it. Right. So, <laughs> but just the thing about that is that I understand what you're saying yeah. in, in that regard, right? But because it, you could have come directly to me and said, "Why did you think this was cool?" It couldn't. Have, it could have. The whole thing could have been an avoided though from the beginning. So it's a chicken and the egg type of thing. I'm not saying that I couldn't have came to you. I'm not. No, it's saying just that. A, it's it's not though because no. you because you have you, the opportunity to because the beauty you, of journalism uh-huh. is you have the opportunity to to direct how these conversations happen. You could right. have said your headline literally could have been actress and comedian Amanda Seals uh-huh. feels she's protecting women by. Exposing their correspondence in regard. Oh. I'm writing a long headline, but I know you like a long headline. Uh, by exposing the correspondence that she has had oh. with this individual, that's a choice that you can oh. make, right? So, like, even in making the headline, that choice, you have not decided to deny or go along with me. You have not decided to deny or go along with him, but you have taken a strong stance in. Oh. Okay, this is how th- this is how the narrative is playing out, oh. and here's where I think it could be different. You know, I just think that we owe ourselves as a community and owe each other the same protection across the board. I will say, I thought that I was doing that by not saying, I know for, that's why I thought like, okay, as long as I make it clear that this is me being the messenger, then I am allowing for there to be a fair amount of space for people to do what they want with the information versus, and, 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 you know, that's perspective. Like you're shaking your head and you're like, no, I don't agree with you. Fabulous. You get to disagree with me. That's the beauty. And that's what I think it all boils down to is that, like, we get to disagree with each other. We just don't get to lie about each other. And I think that when it boils down to, like, the conversation being a bigger conversation is that we also have to look at the histories of people. We also have to look at, like, the con- the continual um 
way that people have presented themselves in the public sphere. I know for me, I get a bad rap because I will absolutely, like you said, call shit out. I will call shit out. And people are like, Amanda hates black men because I will call out What do you feel? So you feel like that perception of people saying that because... Well, there's people who literally push that perception just for their own... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, (laughs) I mean, that's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I, 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 So you're dogged by the perception that you feel that that you hate black men or that you're you're in some way. Um, I've actually heard people say that you're acting as an operative to destroy black men. I I, I like <laughs> you you people say that about you. It is under what? But I'm like, what is the what would inspire you? What have I ever said or done that would inspire someone to think that I work with black men as their employee? I employ black men. I date black men. I am a friend to black men. Like I've, I've just, I'm, I've, I have no idea what I have ever said or how I have ever represented myself or brothers in a way that would, in any way, insinuate that I am an operative. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I mean, and to me, it's like you just got to look at the history of folks. Like I have a long history that you can track. I've been on My Brother and Me, I've been on television since I was 12 years old on a show that's literally called My Brother and Me. Mm-hmm. It's literally black men and me. Like mm-hmm. that, like black men and me, that's right, it. Right. So to me, it's like, I think what concerns me when I hear that narrative is we really don't have a lot of folks that get to have a big platform that earnestly and honestly fight for black voices to be heard on a daily basis. So why would we so flippantly um, try to debunk that without really like saying, okay, let's look at the track record of this person. Mm -hmm. I mean, people will see one post and just decide you hate black men. This guy over here said you hate black men, so you hate black men. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I just think that that's not it's not good for us mm. as a people. Like, it's just not good for us as a people. I also feel like people give me way too much credit to think that I would be able to even lie on that level. Mm. To be able to be a government operative? I mean, I can cry in a scene with Issa Rae. <laughs> like, I, I got yeah, the yeah. acting skills to do that. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's like, and if you watch me on my Instagram, I'm like, when do I have the time? All right. It's me and Lando. Right. <laughs> like, right. when do I have the time? So, but but the bigger, 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 bigger concern is really about how are we as a people moving forward? How are we going to operate responsibly? And these conversations have to happen because, like, you're giving me a perspective that I, like, may have considered, but that... To your point, you're like, you know, I disagree, I disagree. So now I have your perspective consi- to consider if I'm ever in this situation before. Your specific Robert Lytle perspective to consider it, than I had before. Um, now, in general, I never, like, was being flippant in the first place. But I think the conversations, like, when I was on TMZ and they asked me about, like, Gladys Knight singing the Negro National, I mean, singing the Star Spangled Banner, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what I wish? I wish I could talk to Gladys. Mm. I wish I could talk to Gladys about this because mm-hmm. I don't want to be having these conversations on this with y'all. Yeah. You know? And, you know, when... Shout out to my check Friday. <laughs> I, 
I'm saying is, all I'm I saying is. I completely understood. I cheered you on when you said that. All yeah. I'm saying is that um, we have a responsibility as individuals, as writers, as creatives, as journalists, and simply as members of the black community to do our best to protect each other. Mm. And it's very noble that you felt that you needed to protect uh, this overall concept um, because it's true. Like, we definitely don't want to get in the habit of thinking we can just say whatever without any backing. I think at the, at, I think at the most I can say, I feel like I have just presented myself on such a consistent basis as somebody who is incredibly responsible with like the information I put out and get behind that I, um, that I just feel like, you know, folks know me well enough to know that I would never say no shit just to say some shit. And that's why I even said in the video that I take this very seriously, what I'm about to say. Mm. Um, so, but the conversation always ends up for me coming back to how do we as a black people elevate? How do we continue to get better? How do we continue to communicate with each other? Because really, I feel like that's the goal. Like that, the go communication is the key to all of this. All right, Robert, what do you like? Like, what's what's circling around in your head right now? Just that if we're going to talk about that and do what's best for black, black people and be all for one and, and one for all and not pity each other against each other, mm -hmm. is that when we do have situations that arise uh, that could be considered problematic, uh, just like she said, you have to be very careful with your, your words. Uh, that's the only part that I regret. I was not as careful with my words in the headline as I was in the story. Uh, and when we put accusations out there that they stick, regardless if they're true uh, or, or not. And these type of things have, as we talked about this whole show, have lo much longer reaching, um, and I'm not just talking about you, I'm talking about me, I'm talking about all of us, have mm -hmm. much, much longer reaching effect than probably what we're thinking about in the moment of our individuality trying to do what we think is best for our people. And we sometimes have to think a little bit farther, you know, in advance. You know, if I do X, you know, what's, Z, you know, what's going to happen, you know, after that? What's Y and Z is going to happen after that? And I think this conversation has been a good conversation in the fact that I can always learn to be a little bit better. Um, but I also want people to understand that part of my platform is to make sure that the checks and balances are, are all right. And that I don't agree with, and I think that's the main thing, is I just don't agree with either going halfway it's, you know, if you're over here or you're over here, and if you kind of split the difference in the middle, I think it, it's, it's not good for anybody. Uh, I don't think it was good for him. I don't think it was good for you in the, in the long term. I don't know how, like you said, you know, the caution and the accusation, I think that's a semantics type of thing because once you put it out there, people run with whatever they, they hear. They hear certain catch words and keywords they're going, you know, forward. So my whole thing is that I definitely need to be more careful with my words of how I say things, understand my influence. Mm -hmm. But as an overall reaching point is that if we're really all down for each other, problematic people need to be put out to paint, no matter what they do, no matter if they're a neurosurgeon, no matter if they're an actor, or no matter if, if they had beat it in Billie Jean. If they're problematic, 
it needs to be out there. But if you don't feel like you have enough to take it all the way there, splitting it in the middle only just causes a lot of, you know, confusion and back and forth. And I don't think that's beneficial to everything. I didn't split anything in the middle. You said it yourself. You said that's what you thought was the safest. That's not splitting it in the middle, Robert. How's that not splitting it in the middle? You, you either have nothing or you have extreme. Something. And you have safe, right? You said... The, you, what this, is this metric? You said... You did something to where you felt that he wouldn't, he just wouldn't affect his career, but also gave enough caution to people about what other people have told you. That's that's correct. I'm not incorrect in saying so you're that. You're saying either scorched earth or green grass. Yeah, I'm saying if you do it in the middle, it's just that's just leaving it out there. I mean, that's that's halftime. I don't think that's what that is, though. I think what that is. And is, I, I just think that's. I think we, we're always going to disagree with. That. No, but I think it's fair for me. To, but I would like to say yeah. why I disagree okay. with that. Because I think what that is is, um, I think that you know, there's individuals who live in extreme spaces, but I think there's also an intellectualism that comes with considering that you know there's a happy medium, um, that there's a there's a level of um, restraint. Uh, there's a level of actual uh, consciousness with understanding the full macro of the situation. Now, in my opinion, I didn't go halfway. Um, I went all the way with all that I had. And I felt like that is the choice that I made and the repercussions of that are real. Uh, but I think that it's very important that I just, st I state conclusively that I don't, I don't take, I don't say anything lightly. Words are how I make my living. Words are how I live my purpose. So I am very, very particular about words. So what you call semantics, I call poetry. And what you call a blog or a headline, I call journalism and a resource. Because the fact of the matter is we live in a social media space where words have become the driving force for everything. So we have to be particular about not only the words we're saying, but even more particular about the words we are hearing and the words that we are writing. And I wanna encourage our community to just understand that the same way that like people control, like we watch others control their narrative, like we can control our own narrative. I think sometimes people feel a way about me because they're like, who she thinks she is that she can control her narrative. And it's like, I'm somebody who's trying to demonstrate that we can all control our own narrative. We can all learn how to make sure that we are at the helm of how we are defined versus having someone else define us outside of us. So for me, my actions are a definition of how I want you to view me. I want you to view me as someone who is fearless. I want you to view me as someone who is conscious. And I want you to view me as somebody who cares and who's considerate. Anyone who chooses not to do that, that's their, I can't, I can't make them do that. But I do hope that when I am presenting myself in these internet spaces and on these interviews and in writing and in my own creative works, that those things come across because that is actually at the core of who I am. Anybody who thinks I'm down with CoinTelPro is out there goddamn mind. <laughs> Robert, last word, and then I'm going to say something. Sure, sure, mm -hmm. sure. And I, I agree with you that I think some topics do require some nuance. I mean, if we're disagreeing about LeBron and Jordan, 
I think sometimes there is a middle ground uh, to something like that or to agree to disagree with something like that. I just believe... Not really. That, <laughs> um, I, you know, just my final word mm-hmm. is I think sexual assault, um, I think those type of behaviors are very, very serious. And I know you said you take what you said very, very serious. So you truly, you know, believed in what you were saying and I respect that. Uh, I just said, well, those accusations are put out and we know that the the amount of false accusations are very, very small. Very small. And yes. the majority of women are telling the truth. Yes. But to the person that's being falsely accused, they don't care about a percentage mm-hmm. because their reputation and other things have now been, you know, scorned forever. And I just, you know, did a story about Sean Oakman, uh, you know, at Baylor, uh, you know, acquitted uh, after some text messages and other things, you know, came out. That's three years that he may never get back, never playing the NFL. Uh, Brian, Banks. Brian Banks, you know, like I said, to the person that's being falsely accused, the percentages, you know, don't matter. The black guy has been in jail wrongly for X amount of years. So I just feel that when we're taking those type of issues, if they ever come up again, that before we put it out in the wind, because while you're very intelligent and you can do that nuance, you can't necessarily, like you said, expect everybody to do that. Because in some people's eyes now, no matter what you say or how you say it, oh, yeah. they're going to see him as some sort of predator. Mm. And he may be in a Walgreens sometimes, and they may not get the nuance. They just get um, this. I remember what Amanda says. I can't exactly remember what she said. Well, you know what's it, funny? Yeah. People actually remembered exactly what I said yeah, because just, they're yeah. in your comments. Yeah, well, I'm just, you know, I, I'm just, like I said, I'm just, I'm just giving an Because I'm very lucky to have you, a following that is yeah. incredibly intellectual. Right, you understand intellectual. What, what I'm saying. I, I, yeah, yeah. I get, and listen, that's my, so, that's so, just, that so was just my This is what I'm going to say yeah. in closing. Yes. Um, what I'm going to say in closing, a couple of things. Number one, it's very important that everyone hears this and knows that no one was canceled today. Okay? <laughs> like, nobody was canceled today. But, Having said that, the issues that were discussed on the podcast today are insanely serious. Personal responsibility in terms of trying to navigate the social landscape that we have right now is very responsible. There's no, there's a very important, should I say, there's no man out there worth his salt that does not want women, particularly black women, to feel incredibly empowered um, and ha- want them to have every weapon to tell every story that they have to tell, okay? But there are also a lot of brothers out there who feel like there's a witch hunt that is going on and that black men are unfairly uh, being um, sort targeted. of... The, 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 the Exactly, the target of that. Choose your own adventure on that. Um, I'm serious. I can't, I can't argue you out of one side of that. That's for, for you guys. What I will say is that the bigger thing for me is that I posted something on my Instagram a couple of days ago, and it was a, a scene from Lean On Me. And it was Joe Clark, Mr. Clark, arguing with Robert Guillaume, mm-hmm. best known as Benson, but also had a fantastic role in Lean and on Rafiki. And, oh, Rafiki! Oh, Rafiki! Give it up for Rafiki. I mean, they had a vicious, vicious disagreement about something that's important as anything: the minds of young black people, yeah. the lives of young black people. They are arguing the merits of their respective life works, right? But these are two guys who have enough trust in one another to have disagreements this sort of bitter. And then at the end of it go, you look at it your way, I look at it my way, let's piece it up and move on. We might never get on the same page right here, but that doesn't mean we have to burn the book. Feel what I'm saying? Like, Robert has 
owned up to the fact that something happened that he feels like he could have been better about, but he's also challenged people to be more caring about some of the things that they might do. That's completely fair. For all of you out there that are saying Amanda tried to take down a black man, come on, y'all. You're real. Like, it, it, like not every single accusation on every, not every single talking point is a larger conspiracy to destroy somebody's entire life or destroy an entire community. We have to be able to talk these things through. All right? Now, hopefully you guys can shake hands right now. You know what I mean? Not that big of a thing. This is also going to go on small doses, is it not? It is, and I feel like you should write a new headline. Uh, oh, she wants a new headline. Well, because I listen to people and I hear what they say, the headline was corrected within 45 minutes. Doesn't I, matter. I, that was hey, a week late. You, hey, you just said hey, you hey, wanted hey, me to correct hey, it. No, no, I, I, said, I didn't hey, say correct hey, it. Hey, hey, stop. Hey. I didn't say correct it. Oh I said write a new headline. I, I don't know. say correct it. That's uh, different. Right. That's different. Oh, feel- oh, and then I, I offered that. And and I offered that. I said I will, if you like, I'll write a totally different story from her perspective. I offered that. You can ask your okay. thing. Okay. That was no problem. We, we, we might yeah. get that done. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We but I am going to put this on small doses. Yeah. We, okay. Yeah. We out of here. Appreciate it. The last dose. I want to thank Van Lathan for opening up his podcast to this conversation and creating a space for this type of dialogue. I think it's incredibly important that whenever possible, communication is had. Now, it doesn't mean that the communication is always going to be reflective of the same levels of intellect or ethics or um, information. It doesn't always mean that it's going to bring two people to the same mindset, you know, or create peace and harmony. But what it does is it shows that perspectives, though different, can inspire new perspectives and that can actually inspire others to share their perspectives in other ways. I think the most important and effective part of us doing this conversation was to show that you don't have to let someone control your narrative and that it really, whenever you have the opportunity to be in the room and to challenge that, to challenge someone trying to define you, you take it. It can be scary. It can be frustrating. It can be concerning and confusing, but It's especially important, especially as women, that we acknowledge that for so long we simply haven't been heard and we are continuing to push our direction into being heard and not just heard, but believed, understood and supported. So thank you to everybody who has done that. Share this podcast and uh, also understand this. I come from a place of positivity and protecting. And that has always been my role. I was always the person standing up to the bully. I was always the person breaking up domestic violence in the street. I'm always the person who, when somebody's being disruptive on the train, I'm the one who steps up and says, okay, I know that I have been given a lot of gifts and I've been very fortunate to have those. But two of the biggest gifts I've been given are strength and bravery. And when you know that you possess those things, you have to move in a certain way. And one of the ways that you have to move is that you have to step into spaces that a lot of people need to step into, but a lot of people don't feel like they can step into. And it brings you a burden. It's a gift and a curse. It brings you under fire. It brings you into a place of being a target. And it definitely brings you into a place of doubt for many people because they can't even fathom that someone would do that, would put their life or their career or their success on the line for people they don't even know. 
but it happens. For some people, they're doing it every day without ever announcing on a podcast. But I'm doing it today, and I've done it already, and I would do it again if my gut tells me that it's the right thing to do, if it's going to protect women, and if it's also going to continue to challenge the narrative that all these brothers are the same, because they're not. There are really, really good men out here, and they should not have their goodness by any means diminished by someone else who's over here pretending to be good.